All right, now we have a burning question from one of our viewers. Yeah, this is a, an interesting one. I recently realized that I am more fluent when I speak spontaneously. So my burning question is, how can we develop this skill to speak and write more accurately? What I find interesting about this question, Ethan, is that it's almost like there's two things here. On one hand, this viewer is saying that when they feel spontaneous, not really in their heads, they speak more fluently. At the same time, how can they be more accurate or precise in their communication? We have already discussed this on past episodes of the podcast, this difference between practicing and performing. And you even came up with that line, I think one of your former teachers told you, remember Ethan, um, practice like you play, something like that? All uh, right, yeah. As a high school teacher, what it was in my teacher used it for was that we would take practice tests, but he would give us the same exact conditions that we could expect when we we're taking the official exam. So this was actually an advanced class that could be used towards credit for university. And so the official exam would be quite nerve wracking, quite a nail biter, something that causes a lot of anxiety for most students. And so to prepare for that, we did it under the same nail-biting conditions that we could expect on test day. And what does this mean? This means that you need to do the things that most learners, they just throw themselves out into a conversation and they're hoping that their English, everything they've studied is going to appear. But why this applies to English learning is that you need to do some practice also for the speaking when you're at home. So this could be recording yourself, speaking in front of the mirror, speaking to a pet, speaking with someone who you're very comfortable making mistakes in front of, who could be a teacher or could be a close friend or anything like that. But I think most people have more issues with that when you add in another person or you add in someone that they know, they tend to feel more shy, but even just doing it on your own. And what I used to do with my students a lot was, let's say some sort of situations coming up that's going to be uncomfortable. It's out of their comfort zone as far as speaking goes. And I'd say, okay, let's practice like we play. Let's create a script for that situation. So it's a job interview, let's say. What could be things that you could be expected to be asked? Let's look up some of the most common job interview questions and let's actually go through this together. And I would have them come up with their answers on their own first. And then when they come to class, we would practice this. And there's no reason why you couldn't do that also without a teacher. The feedback is really great. But if you can't afford a teacher, you know, don't let Perfect be the enemy of good. There's a really nice quote, I believe from James Clear, but I, he might've taken that from someone else, I don't know. What that means is just basically don't expect, don't not do something because you want to do it perfectly the first time. Yeah, that's exactly it. So that's what I try to tell my students. I try to help them understand that there's a difference between practicing, rehearsing, and performing. So when you are at home or when you are having a class with your teacher, when you have that moment of study time, this is the time for you to focus on your accuracy. Be as accurate as you can, as precise as you can. Then it's okay to think about grammar rules, uh, how the order of the words work. That's the moment for that. You are practicing. Just like musicians practice and rehearse before a concert in the studio. They are doing that to fix mistakes. They are trying to get everything right and tight. Same principle applies. 
Now, when you go out into the world to perform, when you are, for example, on the app, on the Real Life English app, having a conversation with someone, that's the time to perform, not to focus on your accuracy. When you are in a job interview or using English for work or talking when you are traveling, that's the performance time. So when you are performing in the real world with your English, focus on just connecting, connecting with the other person, uh, understanding the other person, what the person is saying. So I think the focus is different. Uh, when you have your study time by yourself or with your teacher, that's the accuracy moment. When you are talking to people in the real world, you focus on connection. And then it's okay if you make mistakes because, you know, you want to connect with the other person. So I'll come back to the Real Life app too because you mentioned that. So if any of you are not using this yet, you can download it absolutely free in your favorite app store, search for Real Life English. And this is great because you can learn along with these lessons with a digital transcript. So you won't miss a single thing. You also get vocabulary flashcards that will help you to never forget the most important vocabulary and expressions that you're learning. And then you also get access to the Global Speak so you can meet people from all around the world, practice your speaking anytime, anywhere that you want. And that's really fantastic for having more of these moments where you can go out there and perform everything that you're studying on your own and everything that you're learning in these podcasts. A final thing that I wanted to say before we wrap up this question is in our methodology in the real life way, we have a whole section of it that's called activate it. And this is everything that we're talking about is activating it, which many learners don't spend so much time on. They, they just get in that, that flow of where they're comfortable, but they're not breaking through to mastery which many of you listening, I know that's where you want to be. You want to get to that place of mastery. This is where Activate It is really helpful. So there is the deliberate practice, which is a lot of the things that we've been talking about, of drilling different sounds that are difficult for you, identifying mistakes that you have either on your own or with your teacher and studying what those are. So for example, you confuse the simple past and the present perfect. So you're actually going to sit down and really study that and practice that on your own so that when you go out to perform, Hopefully, you'll be making less mistakes between those two tenses. That's just one example. There's many of these, right? And then the other part of Activate It is always learning. So this is when you're consuming things. You're always looking for those bits and pieces that you can add to be speaking more accurately. So you might notice that you were practicing a certain sound in English, and you're going to watch your favorite TV series, and you're going to really try to pay attention while watching that every time you hear the characters saying some word that has that sound or you're going to pay attention and take note of every time they're using the simple past and the, the present perfect and try to just explain to yourself in your head why were they using one or the other. Anything like this. So you start to take different things that you enjoy and harnessing them as language learning tools for yourself. What does it mean to harness something? It means to take advantage of something's power. So this probably literally comes from we put a harness on an animal like a horse right? So that we can ride it. So you're taking advantage of that horse's power to move further distances without getting tired. And you might harness an energy source to power your car, power your house, right? Mm -hmm. And in this case, you're harnessing different materials to improve your English. So when it comes to pronunciation, Thiago, one of the main things that I have thought about in preparing for this lesson is that half the battle is just saying it confidently. I think that a lot of learners 
will go out there and they're so in their head about everything we're talking about that you need to leave at home in your deliberate study sessions that they <laughs> let it be a barrier to their communication. And so again, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. <laughs> but if you watch this video podcast until the end or listen until the end, uh, you are going to learn why proficiency is better than fluency. We will also tell you three simple steps to become more proficient in English. And Chiago is going to share his favorite metaphor for language learning. By the way, spoiler alert, everybody. It has to do with guitar. All right. <laughs> <laughs>